Five Things First Thing with JR Morning's Guy Gordon, Lloyd Jackson, and Jamie Edmonds. And a happy Super Monday to all of you and to those of you that are uh, battling this Super Bowl flu this morning and still headed off to work. We appreciate you. <laughs> Big time. Uh, we're all here. We're bright-eyed and bushy-tailed somehow. Uh, I'm not sure. but yeah. uh, Wouldn't have been the same if the Lions Was it because we all copped a little nap in the middle of the Super Bowl, perhaps? I did fall asleep. I did, too. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I did. okay, a three-way confession. Um, but we have early mornings. Perhaps that was it. Yeah. It might have been it, or it might have been just the fact that it was kind of a... I mean, it was 45 to 50 minutes of... Uh, yeah. And then, and then a, a nice frenzied uh, end with overtime. But yeah. not... The best game that we've seen, not by a long shot. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're still awaiting to see what the uh, ratings were. Um, we know that last year it was 115 million viewers. They expect to eclipse that, but we'll uh, we'll keep checking on the on the Nielsen's. Meantime, uh, it, you know it was an exciting game at the end, and you got to hand it off to the Chiefs. This is this is a dynasty, dynasty. and they overcame their own miscues. There was a little bit of, you know, how the Lions lost, of course, to the 49ers. 49ers jump out to this 10-point lead, mm-hmm. and they can't hold it against the 49ers. So there's a little bit of poetry there, I love it. if you will. Mm-hmm. But you cannot give Patrick Mahomes two times to try for a game-winning touchdown. So they held him to the field goal to tie it. Yep. And then you win the the toss. Why not defer and see what you're working exactly. with? Exactly. I'm talking about the 49ers right. and Kyle Shanahan. Yeah. This guy has had some Super Bowl heartbreak. He has lost twice in the last five seasons at the Super Bowl, third time overall. The last time was when he was the first one, an offensive coordinator with the Falcons when they were mm-hmm. leading 28-3 to over Tom Brady and the Patriots. The biggest collapse in history. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, anyway, Mahomes was great, 8 for 8, 42 yards, ran for 8 yards on 4th and 1 and 19 yards on 3rd and 1 in overtime, and they win. Yeah. It's a, when you got that guy, man, when you get the ball in his hand, I'm telling you. I, I got to tell you that this, this, the saddest story of the Super Bowl was Greenlaw. How do you tell your uh, grandkids, yeah, I got injured walking onto the field? He was, uh, like, ready to go, put yeah. me in coach, mm-hmm. and then yeah. he pulled something. It does a little bounce. Well, he's been battling Achilles problems all season, yeah. and it was clear that he must have popped it good because yep, he, he just couldn't went even put any weight down. On it. He couldn't put any weight on it, yeah. This is a dynasty now. Mm-hmm. I mean, the minute they win Super Bowl number two on that podium, they're talking about three P. Yeah, to try and be the only team to do that. So, wow. but our guys beat the dynasty. We sure did. We were dynasty beaters. They so that's did. that's a nice little thing that we can uh, Hang put our in our on. cap. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. In the meantime, uh, you know, you kind of say, okay, what now? Well, uh, we saw a pretty good game from Michigan State. They seem to be getting ready for March, and if they'd lost that game. Uh, that would have been a, a whole – it would have been a big hill to climb for the Spartans. Yes, yeah, in talking ter- tournament. Yeah. Yeah, well, the Michigan State played really well, and Tom Izzo has got to be happy today at 8.35 when we talk to him because they beat number 10 Illinois at the Breslin Center. They were great down the stretch. It was really exciting. It felt like a March game. So, good for them. Yeah. Uh, meantime, lots of fallout on a number of fronts from things that politicians said over the weekend at various – Rallies. We should point out that uh, while we were sleeping, Israel mounted a uh, an overnight raid and managed to rescue two of their hostages who were in the hands of uh, Hamas terrorists. It was a 2 a.m. raid. Um, it, it killed 37 people because they attacked from the air and on the ground. But they got their hostages out. 
Uh, that's pretty daring, pretty bold. Um, good to see. Happy that they are going to be safe. And we still have maybe 130 hostages remaining in the in the clutches of, of uh, many of them, maybe as many as 50 already dead. I was in West Bloomfield on Saturday, and I passed one of the synagogues, mm-hmm. and they have empty chairs for the hostages and a, and a crib oh, wow. for the people they're waiting to get re- returned. What and it broke my heart. powerful statement. Yeah. Yeah. Um, there, there was a, and that was one of, really one of, I, I hate to call it my, one of my favorite ads. That was to me one of the most touching ads was I think the ADL ad, which had an anti-Semitic slogan painted on a, on a woman's garage, garage. door. And, mm-hmm. Yeah. And, uh, she was with her daughter and her daughter said, what is that? You know, she said, come on, go on. And they get in the car and they drive off. The neighbor is next door working on his car. When they come back, the garage is all painted. And she looks at the neighbor who's still working on his car, but the neighbor has paint on his sh- shoes. So yeah. she knows. And they just kind of looked at each other. But and he and gave she her said, a, thank you. Gave Very her the nod. touching. Yeah. yeah. Very uh, good. Uh, we'll we'll uh, have a good discussion about the uh, about the, the Super Bowl ads coming up at 719. Robert Colt, who's a long-time uh, friend of mine, a college buddy, has made it his thing that he uh, analyzes all the Super Bowl ads along with the advertising and PR Department of Michigan State. They've got some of their favorites. We'll be wading into that. Coming up. Meantime, a fallout from this statement by President Trump at one of his rallies. One of the presidents of a big country stood up and said, well, sir, uh, if we don't pay and we're attacked by Russia, will you protect us? I said, you didn't pay? You're delinquent? He said, yes, let's say that happened. No, I would not protect you. In fact, I would encourage them to do whatever the hell they want. You got to pay. Yeah, and that's wow. Ronald Reagan flipping over in his grave you know uh, hearing that. Um, first of all, can I just say, and I don't know, have you heard anybody talk about this, that that's total bull? Do you honestly believe that a NATO leader would stand up in a meeting and say, Mr. President, if I didn't no. pay my... No, that wouldn't so this, this is total crap. No, the guy's happen. manufacturing a recollection to make himself look grand, to make himself look... Tough. Now, do I agree with him on this? Yes, we need to make sure that our allies all pay what yeah. they should be. It's 2% of their GDP. It's not like they write a check to NATO, and that's yeah. where he is mischaracterizing what's going on, which he so often does. But the notion that any NATO leader would stand up and say it, uh, <laughs> because if they had... By God, we would have heard about it right. long, long before, before. this. Yeah. And I think about September 12th when NATO assisted the United States mm-hmm. after the September 11th attack in terms of... 400 British troops right. dead? Yeah. Yeah. NATO was there for us in 2001. Um, obviously, there's concern in Poland and elsewhere where they're saying, what kind of a president will he be this time around? And it's different. When he said that in 2016, and he was right when he said it then... You didn't have Russian troops in Ukraine. Right. You didn't right. have right. Russia being on an adventure aggressive. and aggressive. Mm-hmm. Uh, so if you say it, you say it privately. You don't say it out loud. And you don't say it to make yourself look bigger. And you don't say, I would encourage them. Right. You're going to stick, you're gonna stick uh, them on them? Jens Stoltenberg, <laughs> you know? who is the, the head of the NATO alliance, said, any suggestion that allies will not defend each other undermines all of our security including that of the U.S., and puts American and European soldiers at increased risk. He's not wrong. No. You don't coddle your enemy. No. That's what Trump appeared to do over the weekend in what was a lie from jump. 
Um, some concern this morning about Secretary Austin. Yeah, uh, the uh, Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin is uh, hospitalized once again, this time to address a bladder issue stemming from his ongoing recovery from prostate cancer. The Pentagon announcing yesterday that Austin, diagnosed with prostate cancer in December, was transported to Walter Reed Military uh, Hospital for symptoms suggesting an emergent bladder issue. Despite uh, intending to refrain, retain his uh, office duties, Austin transferred authorities to Deputy Secretary of Defense Kathleen Hicks. Medical officials at Walter Reed confirm Austin's admission to the critical care unit for supportive care and monitoring. While the duration of his hospital stay remains uncertain, doctors remain optimistic about his full recovery. A little similar to though to the King, right? Isn't it? You and know? I, I just and I'm I'm happy to not hear Elvis. that this no, Charles, no, right? Yeah. Not, not Elvis Presley. I'm happy to hear that this in no way sets back his long-term prognosis on his cancer, but he's in critical care. Yeah. So. And and that's 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 a concern. But um, he did the right thing. He transferred. Yes, and no, let people know. No question. Yeah, the right people. Um, one little thing that that is out there, and it was a story that came up last Friday we didn't have a time to, time to get to, is that uh, 70 of the more than 400 guests that came to the State of the State message uh, were big time donors. Craig Mauger, nobody digs into campaign finance donations and, More than and this pay guy. to play <laughs> yeah. better than Craig. Showing just the, the top five were all people that gave more than $4,800,000, nearly 50000 apiece uh, to Democrats. So, yeah, th- did they buy access? You could certainly say so. And they got it. Mm-hmm. They got what. They paid for When we come back, we're going to be checking in, as we always do on Mondays, with our friends at Crane's Detroit Business. There were a couple of ads yesterday that you may not have known have their origins in Michigan. We'll discuss that and much more when we uh, check in with Mike Lee, coming up next on JR Morning at 619.